BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd. Today is George Washington's birthday. Remember those days when we used to celebrate George Washington's birthday? No longer. Anyway, today is Wednesday, September or February, February 22nd, 2023. It's about 425 in the afternoon here on the East Coast of the United States. Do you remember this guy, George Allen Kelly, a 73-year-old rancher from Santa Cruz County, Arizona? Mr. Kelly was having lunch with his wife in his house on his 170-year-old ranch, which abuts the Arizona-Mexico border when he heard gunshots outside the house. He went outside and he saw a gang of men uh, who looked as though they were not local uh, storming toward his house, and he fired some warning shots above them, and they left, and they ran in the direction of the Mexican, uh, the Mexico-Arizona border, And though he didn't see them cross the border, he assumed that they did. About two hours later, he went to bring his horse in, which had been grazing uh, on a a fenced-in range not far from the house. And while he was looking for the horse, he saw a dead body in his property. He immediately called the police. The police came, looked at the body, examined the body, and arrested Mr. Kelly and charged him with first-degree murder. First-degree murder is a planned, plotted murder where you you know in advance who the victim is and you make plans to kill the victim. That's the highest degree of murder that we have, planned, plotted murder. Mr. Kelly said, all I did was fire shots over their heads and everybody ran away. I didn't name it this guy. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he was doing on my property. I don't know how he got here if I was the murderer. Why would I call you when we found the body? In fact, I actually called 911 and said, somebody's on my property. It looks like he's dead. I don't know. You better send an EMS here. The EMS and the police came. Would a person who had planned and plotted to kill him have done that? All right. Kelly was arrested and bail was imposed at a million dollars. Mr. Kelly does not have a million dollars. His property is not worth a million dollars. The government wanted to make an example of him. The government told the judge that he was hunting down illegal immigrants and trying to kill them like they were animals, and that he, in fact, had killed this person, whose name we don't even have yet, by shooting him in the back. Kelly said, I never shot at anybody. I don't kill people. I don't even like to kill animals. I just use the shotgun to scare animals away and to scare people off my property by shooting the gun well over their heads in a place and in a manner so that the rounds that will land from the gun won't harm anyone. Okay, 
So Kelly's lawyers asked for the bail to be reduced, and the court said no. Then Kelly's lawyers asked for the bail to be reduced again. This time, the government said you can't reduce the bail. If anything, you should increase it. He's dangerous. He's a murderer. He hunts people down. He tries to kill them. The court reduced the bail. The court dropped the million-dollar bail and allowed Mr. Kelly to post his property, which isn't worth anywhere near a million dollars. All he does, all that does is file a document with the county courthouse in which the property is located so that he can't sell it, he can't lease it, can't do anything with it. But he's free, free to live on his property. Now, when the court does this, what is the court doing? The court is basically saying, I don't believe the government's argument. The government hasn't given me enough evidence to substantiate his argument that he's a killer, that killer, that he's a murderer, that he hunts people down, that he tries to kill immigrants, legal or illegal. That's the type of judgment call that judges have to make. In my career, I probably fixed bail for thousands of people. We would have bail days where I would sit on the bench for four hours in before lunch and four hours after lunch, and the police would bring in hundreds and hundreds of people to fix bail. The government doesn't know these people. It barely knows the cases. I would say to the government, you know, tell me what evidence you have against this person and what bail the government wants. Sometimes the bail is agreed to by defense counsel and government prosecutors. And then you just fix the amount that they agreed to. Often it's not, and you have to decide what to do. You only have about two minutes per case. In this case, the judge has had several hours because this is the third time Mr. Kelly was in this judge's courtroom. When, when defense counsel and the prosecutor actually argue the case, defense counsel is telling the court what his investigators have found out for him about the case and what his client has told him. The prosecutor is telling the court what the government thinks it can prove. The government, the court, makes a very quick, snap my fingers a little better, make a very quick determination, makes a very quick determination about who to believe. You know, you let a dangerous guy go free and somebody else gets killed, hell comes down on you uh, as the trial judge. You try to do the right thing. The Sixth Amendment says unreasonable bail shall not be uh, required. You make a legitimate, prudent inquiry. What are his connections to the community? Does he have any prior uh, offenses? Is he likely to do this again? How strong is the case against him? Is the government exaggerating, as they often do in these cases? Why does the government exaggerate? Self-protection. The government doesn't want to walk in and say, yeah, don't give him any bail. Then he goes out and harms somebody else. So the government almost always exaggerates what its proofs are. Um, uh, This case sort of struck my heart when it first came to me. I don't usually cover cases like this on uh, judging freedom, even though, of course, those of you who know me know that my background is uh, as a trial judge, having heard many, many, many criminal cases, thousands of bail, over a thousand sentences, and well over a hundred jury trials of criminal uh, cases. Um, So you try and do uh, the right thing. Fortunately for Arizona, they don't have the New York system where a computer tells you what the bail is or that there is no bail. The judge is a human being hearing the arguments and weighing and evaluating the evidence. So Mr. Kelly is home Uh, the government will have to prove its case that it intentionally hunted him down. He intentionally hunted this guy down and murdered him 
in the back. If they can prove, if they can prove that, Mr. Kelly will go to jail for the rest of his life. If they can't, he'll either be convicted of some lesser charge or be found not guilty. More, I think we're going to follow this for you. More as we get it. Judge Napolitano for judging freedom.